0: Grace, peace, and mercy be to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Today uh, we come together in a, a very special moment, a time in which we begin Lent and we become a part of that wonderful journey that we have with that Lamb of God. As we see this perfect, unblemished individual take on so much For us all to be able to go to the cross, to the grave, and to look forward to that special time we call Easter. But let's not jump there as we count down these days. Let's take this time, these 40 days that we have together, and be able to walk with our Savior and be able to to know what that means. Join me on that journey today as we have this great and wonderful privilege in our Lord. The theme that we're going to use this year is Witnesses to Christ. Witnesses to Christ. I hope you got one of the devotion booklets that we have. It'll go along. It's a daily devotion uh, every single day. You can check that out, and it'll go along with our sermons. If you did not get one, I'm sorry. We literally handed out every single one that we have. We have more on the way, and they should be here at least by Sunday. So I'll get you one if you need another one. Witnesses to Christ. Every single week, we're going to look at a different individual that was able to witness Jesus in the flesh and in turn, witness about who he was and who he is. It's a good correlation with my life and with yours because we have the opportunity to do the same thing. To be able to gather together and hear the word of the Lord and witness what Christ has done for us and to be able to go out into the world as God's witnesses to be able to share with people around us. And so today, we look at a very special individual, John the Baptist. When you hear those words, John the Baptist, maybe you think of the description that we have of him of being this individual that shows up out in the middle of the wilderness. One who is eating honey and locust, one who makes his clothes of camel's hair, one who is out there testifying on behalf of the one that is to come. Maybe you think about... The baptism of Jesus that he is privileged to be a part of. Maybe you think about him giving up his life, even being beheaded for the Lord. All these things that we see on the great hand of this witness. All not for himself, but for Christ. But for Christ. Look at this scripture verse with me today. It's just before the gospel that Pastor Mark read for us and it shares the purpose of why John came. It says, there was a man sent from God whose name was John, and he came as a witness to testify concerning that light so that through him all might believe. You and I have this exact same purpose. Often during the season of Lent, we'll talk about giving something up. So every time maybe we crave that item or we think about that element we think about the sacrifice that our Lord has given up for us but what are the other things that we can add to our life during this time of Lent what are ways that we can daily be a witness to people around us that need to hear of this wonderful light that we ourselves are not perfect that we are not the light that we are sinners just like everyone around us but we have a very specific purpose to be able to testify about this light, to be able to share about who Jesus is. You know, I don't know if you've realized in our world, maybe especially over the past 10 years, a lot more people are getting tattoos. Have you noticed that? Probably a lot more than when you were younger. And with all these people getting so many different tattoos, Do you know, uh, one of the things that has also become very, very popular is tattoo removal corporations. There's a lot of people that have decided they were going to get a tattoo, and in the whim of that moment, uh, maybe decided it wasn't the best. Do you really need three or four ex-girlfriends' names on your arm? Did you really need uh, that Mickey Mouse or Yosemite Sam tattoo on the ankle for the rest of your life? Sometimes I think people were not, well, thinking. They weren't thinking before they decided to be able to do this, and because of that, they have something that they are marked with that they don't like, that they don't want to be around, and they want to get rid of, and it's super expensive. It can take years, it can take thousands and thousands of dollars and dozens of treatments to be able to simply get something to be able to lighten that blemish that is now there. You know, for you and I, we may not be marked with tattoos, but... We're marked with something else, are we not? All of us have something that's a part of us that we don't like. Things that we probably uh, regret horribly. Something that we would like to be able to get removed. It's all those different sins that we have in our lives. What would your body look like if you were marked with all the sins that you had ever committed. All the times that you wish you would have done something and didn't, the times that you wish you were a better parent and didn't, the time when you lied, the time when you stole, the time when you committed adultery. And all of us have done all of these things through our actions, through our speech, through our thoughts, marked over and over and over again. We probably regret these things, but we chose to do them anyway. And when you think about your sin, we react to it in different ways. For some of us, when we think about our sin, maybe we become a little defensive about it. We don't want people to know about it. We don't want to confess it, maybe sometimes even to our Lord. We want to act like it it never happened. We want to just be away from it. We don't want to have anything to do with it. Don't bring that up. I am not as bad as other people. Other people are way worse than I am. And we explain it away in so many different words, in so many different ways. The scripture says not to do that with our sin. We can't be defensive about it. In fact, we hear these words in James 3.14, but if you harbor bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast about it and do not deny the truth. We're not supposed to deny or be defensive about being a sinner. It's not something that we should be excited about, but it's something that we should be open about, that we need Jesus just as much as anybody else in the world. For if our bodies were marked with our sin, we all look alike. People who have been scarred, people who have been maimed in so many different ways because of those regrets that we have in our hearts. Now, maybe you're not defensive about your sin, but maybe you act a different way. Maybe you're, you're defeated by your sin. Maybe you the person that plays that sin over and over again in your mind because you're horrible. You are a bad person. You don't need somebody telling you that because you relive it every single day that thing that you did that one sin that was so bad so many years ago like this old videotape that won't stop playing maybe it's a sin that keeps coming to the surface again you come here on sunday and you confess it and you take communion and you hope that you're going to have that forgiveness and you go back to it again and we become defeated because we're living in that sin Scripture tells us the same thing. Don't be defeated by your sin. Therefore, do not throw away your confidence, which has a great reward, for you will need endurance, so that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what is promised. Don't be defeated by your sin, we are told. Have confidence. Have confidence. And most of us probably fall in one of those two categories. And maybe some of us, we do both. We become defensive, we become defeated. But there's another option there's another option that god gives to us in our scripture for today and in fact that option is being delivered from our sin doesn't this one sound so much better than being defensive than being defeated about being delivered by our sin and this is what john shows up to tell us about today he says behold the lamb of god who takes away the sin of the world do you want to be delivered Here is the answer. That word behold simply means, look, check this out, pay attention. Here he is. If you want to be delivered, look at who is coming now and coming specifically for you. Who's that individual? Well, it's the Lamb of God, the one that we just sang about together. You remember what this is referring to? The people that are standing there with John remember The Israelites in the book of Exodus, chapter 12, are told that the angel of death is going to come into town and it's going to kill the firstborn unless they have taken this unblemished, perfect lamb, made a sacrifice, and put the blood on the frame of their door. And in this time, the angel of death comes through, and when that blood is seen, everyone there is passed over. That's that celebration that perfect Lamb of God that they had then and that you and I have now. This Lamb of God that comes not in the form of an animal, but in the form of flesh and blood of a man, of Jesus himself. Look, behold, that Lamb of God who comes to do something very, very specific, who takes away. I love the active element within this description he takes away he takes away your sin that you have today the sins that we will commit after our service this afternoon or this evening the sins that we will have in our life tomorrow or in years from now he continues to take and take them away and that's that final element the sins of the world You're a part of this world. I'm a part of this world. God has come to be able to take away all of these things, to be able to give us healing from every single element, something very, very special. And how does he do this? Jesus himself says, look. Look at my hands. Look at my feet. It is I myself. Come, touch me and see. Today, you will have the opportunity to come and to touch Jesus and to see. To be able to receive his body, to be able to receive his blood, and to be able to be marked with that sign of the cross. Today, all of us will get marked, but in a very different way. We will receive that cross that is temporary, but one that tells us who we are that we are a child of God, that we have been delivered, that you have been forgiven. And while our mark is temporary in that cross that's upon our forehead, the mark that's upon our Savior was much, much different. One that is permanent. One that remains for your behalf and for mine. He didn't do it on accident he didn't do it as a mistake he did it because he loves you remember that today as you come to receive that body and blood of our lord that mark of him who saves you let's pray dear lord we thank you for the opportunity that we have today to be able to gather at the foot of your altar and to be able to receive this wonderful gift of grace and mercy allow it to be able to bring peace to our hearts that in our sin we won't be defensive lord uh, that we won't just live in it over and over again that we won't be defeated but that we will know that we are delivered because of what you have done on our behalf open up our, our eyes and our minds to be able to see this truth today as we know that you have come to behold that we may look and see you and know of this truth in jesus name we pray amen